everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ho in the Know. I can't speak. Selena <laughs> is here. Uh, actually, that was not my moniker for today. My moniker for today is... Uh, my inner voice's name is Caitlin, and Caitlin is a bitch. Uh, Selena. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who is... I need the backstory. <laughs> um, it's, it's my inner critic voice. I should have specified not just my inner voice, but... Caitlin, that bitch, is my inner critic. Mm. And uh, Caitlin is always picking at me and being hella rude and doesn't like anything or anybody. Is Caitlin uh, gendered? Is it uh, ethereal, just being? Is it godlike? I feel like like Caitlin is a very cis woman. Mm. Yeah. Not, I was like trying to decide. I was trying to decide. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin's a very like white woman, like yes. sort of. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, like, I don't know, like picks at herself and picks at other people. She's a picker. Mm. Um she's picky. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she just will just say something and cut right through you. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's my, uh, that's it. Okay. I'm going to beat that bitch up. Um, anyway. Do. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I am with Doggo, Corey. Yes. Yes. We're joined. We have a, a guest today, uh, that will not be speaking, uh, <laughs> Because they can't speak. And that's Oreo. Yes, Oreo. My lovely doggo, my family dog. Um, my little brother went away to college. And uh, my mom is with her husband. And there's an empty house with a dog in it. And my mom was like, you got to take Oreo. And I was like, I guess I have to take Oreo. <laughs> like, I guess that's what has to happen here. <laughs> yeah, so... Now I have a dog. Not that I don't love him very dearly, but you know, uh, yeah. Now I, have- I mean, he's he's a real joy. He is. He's wonderful. He's a multi poo. He's black and white, and he's his like name is Oreo. Perfect. He's like the perfect dog. Like hypoallergenic, mm-hmm. small for like a, a good apartment sized doggy. Yes, doesn't bark. Very sweet. Doesn't really wow, doesn't bark. Yeah, he doesn't really bark unless they're taking the trash out and that's only like He's once. like, that's my trash. Yeah. He's like, I gotta protect my home from the trash. <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta protect the trash from the trash invaders. Yes. <laughs> besides that he's good. Um Yes, lovely doggo. It's nice having a warm body to snuggle with. Oh, and here he comes. Hello, Oreo. Mm. Can you give Aww. us a pant? No? See, no, no. sound. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's that's the kind of dog that I like. Um, and you know what? If you need a dog sitter, I'm here for you, okay. my dude. That would be lovely, actually. I have some <laughs> things I want to do because I am employed again. <laughs> Yes. Daytime employed again. I've, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's very exciting. Thank you all for supporting me through this rough time. Uh, and yeah, I have a fancy schmancy like career job. And uh, it feels real good. Real good. So proud. Yes. So proud. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man. 
Um, so Ho in the Know is a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. And I know that we have, I personally have taken a bit of a break lately because, uh, life and mental health and, uh, don't get paid for this. (laughs) So, so this is made on my terms and Corey's terms and, uh, that's just gonna, how it's going to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would we Um, ever join a podcast network? This is like maybe behind the scenes information, but how do you feel about that? I would. I would. I've definitely wanted to pitch us to like the pleasure network. I think that's what it's called. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, sex work uh, has a lot to do with pleasure in a way, Mm -hmm. providing other people's pleasure and talking about how we do that, the mechanisms of the pleasure industry. Mm-hmm. So I would love to have that help, but I don't have the time or energy to pitch myself on more than the projects I'm already pitching myself on, which are so many fucking projects, guys. Well, now with my four by 10, because I work four days a week, uh, 10 hours a day, and I have three days off, I could maybe uh, make some time to do that. Hell yeah. Or if a lovely Ooh. listener is, works for them, hit if us up. If a lovely listener has a connection, please, by all means, help us yeah. out. We're just two black sex workers trying to make it work in this world. Yes. Yeah. Making my way downtown. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that song came into my head. And also, maybe you hear somebody speaking really loudly. It's my neighbor, and she has a very high-pitched voice. No shame oh. on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you hear it in the recording, that's what it is. And I just wanted to inform you. Um, all right. So it's, it, we're about six minutes in and we have, let's get into the topic of this episode, uh, which is that, um, a lot has happened with OnlyFans and mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, uh, we had a guest who was essentially a representative for OnlyFans, uh, as an industry. Yes. Um, and and she had made essentially a claim that, you know, uh, OnlyFans will be adult always, mm-hmm. uh, always have space for adult creators they alongside. They their sex workers on their site. Yes, They want indeed. them there. Yeah. You know, vital, vital component to that industry. And yet, uh, that proved to not really be true. <laughs> um, Lies. <laughs> lies uh, i mean i don't think that she really I don't, yeah i don't think it was like intentionally lying no but like we all saw but it I, coming i saw it coming oh yeah i think we i definitely saw it coming i feel like i've been talking about this for a whole year now you know like ever since we started to see more and more celebrities migrating onto the site and like talking about it casually in conversation like there was a sense that the site was going to gentrify and then distance itself from adult creators so that it could make more money and not have to deal with all of the burdens of stigma and regulation um, and just generally like how much shit sex workers get for just existing and trying to create content and host content. Um, and so, yeah, that is exactly what happened for a time i mean the twists and turns of of the past (laughs) week have truly been stunning truly um so okay so let's backtrack so 
what day was it that uh, that they announced OnlyFans was going to stop posting adult content? It was like Octo- it was going to start October first, and they announced it like not this last Thursday, but like the Thursday before or something. Um, they were like, "Hey, we're no longer going to host sexually explicit content starting October first. And everybody was like, wow. <laughs> Just like sex workers left the site or sex workers were like, fuck, how am I going to like get all of my fans like move to a different site? How do I build up a subscribership? I've like worked so hard to like accumulate this number of subscribers and like have enough money to pay my rent and all of these other things. And they just felt like the carpet was, you know, pulled up from underneath them. And, uh, and they were angry. They were angry to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) And oh my gosh, like, I feel like I need to look at the tweets, but there were so many good tweets. Pull up the tweets. I am, I am not on the internet. I heard this, uh, word of mouth from uh, another sex worker that um, I'm involved with. And he was like, yeah, did you hear the news? And I'm like, I don't exist. (laughs) So no. (laughs) Um, And he told me about it. And I was like, oh, for real? We all knew. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's I'm trying to find like these tweets, but like to be real, I'm not really on OnlyFans. Yeah, like, or on sorry, not on OnlyFans. I'm not really on Twitter. I'm I am pretty not. You're Insta. I'm Insta and TikTok. I'm Patreon and kind a little of bit TikTok. of a little bit of TikTok. A little bit of like a dash of TikTok, honestly, guys. Like that lasted <laughs> for a few weeks, and I could do it. I could. I just. There are not enough hours in the day. But anyway, um, man, I am not finding the things that I'm looking for. Maybe we should cut that part out of me finding this. <laughs> so what um, I, a, a part of what I read of why they chose to ban porn um, because was because of concerns of child sexual abuse on OnlyFans. Or at least that's so that their, was, their front. So, okay. So let me actually get into what happened because we don't need those treats. Um, let's, how do, okay. Um, that's to say that we should probably cut out the, the fat of that, of me trying to find tweets that I could not find. Um, okay. So why did this happen? Um, well, of course it, definitely stems from greed uh like on its face like what has been going on for months is that um stokely has been like trying to get uh additional like outside investors for the website so like it started with like um only fans like looking to get a billion dollar valuation to be publicly traded And the thing with being publicly traded is that like people don't want to invest in vice ventures for a number of reasons because they're risky because there's like federal, the issue of federal interference, your assets could be seized if like your vice venture actually violates uh, a law, you know, violates certain laws and 
especially around like trafficking, like and around sex work, it's so common for like sex work assets to be seized um, in like anti-trafficking busts and stuff like that, or even in just like anti-prostitution busts, um, because that money is like you know essentially illicitly earned. It could just be seized at any given moment, so it's not like a very safe place to invest your money generally, even if the industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And the fact with OnlyFans is that they were making something like 12 million, they made 12 million or billion, sorry, 12 B with a billion dollars this <laughs> last year, 12 billion doll hairs. And, uh, and so like they're doing fine. Like they just, they, like he, everybody who is invested in this company was like definitely turning a profit, but they wanted to get bigger. They were like, of course, like this is just another venture capital venture venture. Why did I say that funny? <laughs> um, it's, it's just like another venture capital venture. And so like the point of this is not really about the sex work or it's not about the product that they're selling. It's about just making money. So like, they're really just trying to make as much money as possible and probably move on to the next platform that they build. Right. Um, but so they, so they started like pitching to like these venture capitalists. Um, but in their pitches, they were not like mentioning porn at all, which a lot of the investors called disingenuous. And that is totally disingenuous. Like what the fuck is OnlyFans if not fucking, if not like porn. A porn site. It's it's a porn site, like at its core. It's not like, oh, I go there to like listen to my podcasts or <laughs> I go there to see behind the scene footage of Cardi B doing whatever she's doing. Like, I mean, but that's, you know, sort but of. That's what they want it to be. Yeah, they, it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what they're hiring celebrities for, like literally hiring people for. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, so they've been like scouting like influencers and celebrities trying to convince them to like make an only fans, giving them all of these incentives. And, and as we saw, even with our, um, with the person that we, uh, interviewed, you know, like they're just choosing certain people to feature and certain accounts to promote and make successful. And that's what you can do whenever you have like a huge site with like a lot of eyes on it. You can choose people to like be your spokespeople and just make them, rich and make yourself rich along the way, um, using them as brand ambassadors essentially. Um, but anyway, so they're trying to say that like, Oh, we're, we're really just anybody can be a fan of anybody and anything. And the investors are like, um, this is a porn site. And we know that. Right. And then some investors are like, well, we could get past the porn, but you know, the reputation of OnlyFans as a porn site uh, could be bad because like what brands are going to want to like advertise, like you're not going to get like, you know, Johnson and Johnson, you're not going to get, uh, Kellogg's to advertise. <laughs> I love cereal. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kellogg's. <laughs> I, <laughs> Sex workers look, love cereal. <laughs> Charmin, all of you know what? Charmin can be great. Or <laughs> all of the baby products. We all use baby wipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seriously. And there are so many things that really could be partnered with sex work, like baby wipes that are just like integral things to our practice that mm -hmm. really are missing, really missing a marketing opportunity. I will yeah. say that. 
What if there was just like a baby wipe that was the wipe of sex workers? Our sex workers. I would choice. buy it. I'm. You know what? I'm sure there is a sex worker out there, and hit us up if you sell baby wipes, because I know sex workers who like sell lashes, who sell nails, who sell like you know the accoutrement of sex work. Oh, I like that fancy. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's um, yeah, I'm sure there's a sex worker out there who has like you know a baby wipes brand. I mean, I want it to be a brand. I know a lot of sex workers who do like the packs of like your your survival kits packs of mm-hmm. here's a bikini, here's some baby wipes, here's a protein bar, whatever. You know, like the the or here's a bunch of condoms and some lubricant. But I don't tampons know without the string. Mm. The, the ones that you put in yourself. Yeah. And take out yeah. yourself. Yeah. Ooh, that's smart. Why doesn't why doesn't that exist? It I does. don't think that exists, does it? it? Does. Yeah. They have like these all natural tampons that like my sex worker friend gave them to me and was oh, and, nice. Yeah, they come in like small, medium, and large and like they're perfect. And they're natural, yeah, so they like- don't have all the chemicals and stuff to leach into you. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, we should plug that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> when I find out, I will <laughs> we'll get a sponsorship. That's how we'll do it. <laughs> that's how we'll do it, guys. Um, anyway, so th- they're like, you know, it'll be hard to find, like, brand partners. Um, and also, apparently OnlyFans is trying this new thing that's, like, a safe for work product. Uh what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What's like, the product? To the, I think essentially like an, a, either an OnlyFans partition that is safe for work versus the not safe for work OnlyFans. So they're like developing that apparently. Um, what, like you, is it like YouTube, but like premium? I mean, <laughs> like I feel like YouTube it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> that already exists like think of something I mean, else <laughs> i think it's essentially just like the behind the scenes of cardi b and like the the comedians who want to do their little podcast thing you know no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're trying to make patreon okay get it trying to make your things head, that already Corey. exist i refuse to yeah. <laughs> like you like I've seen YouTubers do this where they either have like a Patreon or they have like I don't know like a um a, a follow button or a join button where you can join like a secret group or like Good Mythical Morning they have I'm sorry to name I don't know why I named them but they have like a site that they can you know like yeah and don't these celebrities have websites I think they I think celebrities still have websites I know Kanye West does. <laughs> <laughs> you know i should check that out i, I watched donda um but let's not get into donda right now uh so continuing with the sex work topic that is actually the topic of this podcast you may not have been aware um okay so you know they're like well we're trying to do a safe for work thing like you know we'll be able to get brands there and all these brands all these like investors are like oh yeah right like anybody's going to care about a fucking safe for work only fans right and yeah valid you know like people are not going to only fans to be like uh, let me 
yeah, <laughs> doing it at work. Safe for work. Like I your what are you doing? What are you doing, Corey? Yeah, um, <laughs> just looking at OnlyFans. What? <laughs> what? No, Don't it's, worry. A, it's a safe for work. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Just that make, makes just total checking. sense now. Yeah. Just checking, making sure. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the investors were like, that's bullshit. And then other investors, uh, like Corey said, like they're concerned about miners creating subscription accounts, although like, you know, but obviously here's the thing. Here is the thing. Okay. Yeah. I was up in Pornhub's whole booty hole when I was like 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. So what is stopping any child from doing anything on the internet? Like, to be fair. And That's is that a bad like, thing? I don't think it's bad. I feel like, I don't know. Like, why not start your kids ethically consuming porn whenever they're like at the age where they want to consume porn? Like, I don't necessarily mind kids who are like, I'm learning about masturbation in my body and I want to, you know, pay somebody who's going to show me about this or stimulate me. Like, uh, I don't know. Hartley taught me how to eat pussy. (laughs) See, exactly. I think there's just this like concept that like kids just exist in this sexless void until they hit 18 and somehow they through osmosis or ESP learn all the sex things or they just do it by trying everything out with people. And like, yes, you know, sometimes life is like that, but a lot of times there's porn involved and. And some people are visual learners. Like we had, we had videos of like people giving birth. Why didn't we have videos of people I don't know. Learning oral sex or whatever. I mean, I think especially, like, LGBT, like, the whole gay sex thing is not taught. And, like, you got to learn somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I learned on the streets. (laughs) I learned on the streets. Yeah. I mean, even, even with, like, even just people who have vaginas or holes or whatever you want to call your parts, your bits, there's not much pleasure education and it's like you know right now in the system that we have (laughs) porn is doing the job that our educational system is failing in so fucking at least get the people who are making these videos that we're learning from paid yeah anyway this is a controversial take but you know what is it from and aren't we a controversial podcast Two black sex workers talking about the sex work industry. Black queer sex workers. Like, non-binary queer black sex workers. There you go. Like, we're controversial. Sorry to tell you. (laughs) I guess so. If you're just tuning in, this is a controversial podcast. (laughs) Anyway, people worry about these kids too much. But you know what? These kids are going to be adults. And also, like, this is shit that they're doing, like, on their own, ideally... Like this is your personal exploration. What you do personally, and if they're not, if they're not getting their education from porn, they're figuring it out in maybe not the most healthy ways. Mm -hmm. I know of people, yeah, who experimented with animals because they didn't have access to good sex education, and Mm -hmm. they were like, 
that animal has parts and you know like bad things happen when we don't talk about things you know yeah that's it that's it exactly i mean whenever things don't get talked about people do all kinds of shit and then you don't know who's gonna like plant the bad ideas and anyway i don't know i'm not even gonna go down this wormhole i've gone down it i've gone down as deep of this wormhole as i'm willing to go uh (laughs) Anyway, so continuing on with OnlyFans, uh, people worried about them kids. And, you know, I always say, fuck them kids. Um, they're fine. These children will live and they will grow into adults. Right. Uh, so anyway, that was going on behind the scenes. You know, Timothy Stokely is trying to get that money. OnlyFans is trying to get that money. Uh, and the investors are like, nope. And they're like, well, fuck. Uh, And then aside from that, uh, so in April, MasterCard announced a change to their policy, which requires the banks that connect merchants to our network to certify that the seller of adult content has effective controls in place to monitor, block, and where necessary, take down all illegal content. And all of this came... Because uh, MasterCard was lobbied by uh, conservative groups like the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, uh, formerly known as Morality and Media and Exodus Cry, which mm. is so funny because, like, they're they you see how that little semantic flip happened? They're like, it was about morality and it was about, you know, some Christianity bullshit. Exodus. <laughs> It was explicitly Christian, but then they like switch it up and they're like, actually, we're concerned about sexual exploitation. Right. The slippery slope. The slippery slope. It's it's either sexual exploitation or sex trafficking. They love these fucking dog whistle terms. And as we've talked about in the past that like those all of these numbers are super inflated because if you don't want to go away for prostitution, what do you do? You claim sex traffic. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, these statistics are wrong. And like, they're obviously like statistical data serves a purpose. Like all statistics are collected by somebody who sets what the parameters of measurement are, you know, like, and that's highly biased. And it is, it's has its bias, you know, like regardless, like, there's somebody who has an agenda collecting data to support that agenda, even if it sounds neutral on its face, you know, and especially with like sex trafficking statistics, there is all agenda in these numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I digress from that. So they were lobbying uh, MasterCard. And this also like came on the heels of like Pornhub getting accused of like hosting revenge porn and non-consensual sexual images and stuff. And so there was that whole backlash, if you remember, back in March where, um, a, like, v- I think it was, like, MasterCard and Visa were, like, actually, we're, like, we're going to stop doing business with Pornhub. Because, like, there was that period in time, and I don't know if you remember this, if you were masturbating on Pornhub, but... uh there was a time where you could like tip the creators and stuff. Mm. And I don't know if I still have that tip button up. I use the mobile version and I'm not really looking at the tipping button. Right <laughs> yet. Oh, guys, my friends. 
I do watch porn tube sites and I do feel a little bit bad for it, but also not really because I have very specific tastes, but that is for another. <laughs> we got to get into <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you gave us all of that and you were like, but that's for next time. <laughs> You're in for another episode. Um, so anyway, uh, so they they were like, you know, there's, this bad porn on your site and you need to take it down and we're going to take away the option of uh, monetizing your website with our payment processors. So that fucked over Pornhub, even though Pornhub did a lot of like removing that stuff and like they worked with like the groups to try and like make sure that their site didn't have the revenge porn and had consensual stuff and whatever. But all to, to, no avail because they don't give a fuck and it was not the point clearly it was just clearly to take down this content and take away the monetization of porn to make people not want to make porn by making it like and, economically non-viable and making the only porn that is accessible super mainstream like mm-hmm. it's so fucking frustrating like you i have a particular taste and <laughs> and a lot of the creators that like i was watching got taken down and like I am sexually frustrated is what I'm telling you guys. I'm being open yep. to the podcast. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Um, so all of that happened. And apparently, like, there's some additional stuff that's supposed to happen October 1st. So that was with, like, Visa and MasterCard payment processors, which is what uh, OnlyFans uses. So partially, it was, like okay, we're looking for investors. Investors aren't biting on this because it's like illicit content, explicit content. (laughs) Pardon me. And then aside from that, it's like these payment processors are like, um, actually, we're going to have like a big policy change October 1st. And so OnlyFans was like, well, I guess we might as well do this rollout October 1st. Um, And so the policy change with like the cards is essentially like an additional layer of scrutiny around the consent uh, for the videos. Um, So it's essentially kind of meant to delay like live feed features to make sure that like, I don't know, like everything is going to be under review. There's going to be like a content review process before publication of the adult content and blah, 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 they're trying to just delay like the immediate upload and like the immediacy of certain porn on the sites. Um, so there's just like a lot of questions up in the air as to like how this will affect things generally, like the, the payment processing issue, like, will there be delays on what you're able to upload? And like, w- there was like also some rumors about like, uh, the consent of the viewer and like the age verification of viewers uh, being somehow integrated into the use of the site too. What like they have, not to, 100% about that. they have to upload an ID. Yeah, Let I me think tell you, like I had a fake ID when I was seventeen, and I'm <laughs> in. It, it was a pretty. It scanned, <laughs> so. You know. I mean, it's like you don't even you need don't even need to have you know your own id you can have an id right exactly (laughs) you know uh i mean look these kids are gonna get porn if they want porn enough just like they'll get whatever else they want if they want it enough right uh anyway 
Uh, whatever Still. on that end so so all the, all of these things are going on and and uh so and OnlyFans announces that they're gonna stop hosting adult content and then they receive so much backlash uh so much hate from the sex workers and also i was very surprised but um oh like all of the uh articles that i read were essentially like um what is it? OnlyFans abandons adult creators. OnlyFans, uh, you know, leaves, uh, on, like, just essentially saying that OnlyFans is hurting sex workers. Yeah. That was, like, the headline everywhere. It wasn't, like, OnlyFans makes this choice, and isn't that interesting? Yeah. It was, like, Big Only brand Fans change to OnlyFans. It was, like, actually yeah. pointing out what the issue is. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of, there were like so many comparisons to Tumblr. They were like, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, I think I've seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so essentially like after a while, OnlyFans had just gotten so much negative press, so much hate and people were bailing on the site. They saw that they were just going to like hemorrhage if they didn't backpedal on this. So they decided to completely reverse that decision and say that they're going to stick with their adult creators. But it's clearly just an opportunistic decision. Right. And I really do hope that the people who left continue to leave and find other avenues of producing porn or, you know, doing their sex work, because obviously it's not a stable place. Like, they're going, they're going to, at the, at the sniff of, of some more money, they're going to switch up like Mm -hmm. and you know be wary of that like how like something I like to tell like you know young sex workers is like have multiple like forms of income like don't don't just like be like on this one site and like that's it be on all the sites (laughs) have a backup you have to diversify you need to diversify your streams of income because these sites are unpredictable and it's not just the sites but it's just like the regulatory things around them like you just you don't really know and like sex work is still criminalized even in the places where it is technically legal like you may be pointing a camera at it and that is technically what constitutes legality but right like (laughs) you know all of that can change porn state from state like you can't do uh fisting in some states you can't do like I think even anal is like iffy in some states. Um, yeah, I mean you're not supposed to be having sex with a without a condom on in most states for porn. Like you have to technically have barriers involved. I mean I, I don't know like how enforceable that is or what the deal is there. Um, but yeah, I mean that was like what kind of fucked over the industry in California was like some condom laws and generally across the United States were condom laws. So, you know, all of this varies from state by state and also kind of like with, with like weed, it may be like decriminalized on one level, but like federally it could be criminalized. And it's not even decriminalized. It's legalized on uh, to a degree, but not mm -hmm. decriminalized. You know, and yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's a complicated issue, and I just, I mean, I hear from sex workers that they don't trust OnlyFans like they did, and honestly, like not like they should have. Like, I mean, 
I don't want to shame sex workers in this situation because this is not anybody's fault. This is the fault of OnlyFans being not being shit. Um, but it's, you know, it's just, it's been clear that this site has not had our best interests at heart in what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a money grab. It's always been, and like the, the, the smell of like gentrification has like been in the air for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so. What do we, where do we go from here? Like, what are some sites that you would recommend, you know, shift towards? You know, there's, um, okay. I, I made like a little graphic of it for my, like on my timeline and let's see if I can find it. Um, there's so many different sites that you can go to. And of course you guys know that we're working on peep me. Yes. Um, peep me. Um, so there's Frisk, Model Hub, AVN Stars, uh, just for fans would not necessarily recommend, but it's probably where people will go. Although the shit about just for fans is they take like 30%, which is a lot, <laughs> which is, which so is a lot. Only fans takes 20%. Yeah. And that still feels like a lot, but yeah, just for fans takes 30%. So, uh, Anyway, clips for sale, you know, yeah. always a goodie. Uh, Fan Centro, um, Unlocked is another one, spelled with L-O-C-K-D, fancy spelling. Uh, loyal Fans, mm. um, Adult Node, N-O-D-E. <laughs> uh, there's many vids. Then there was this other one that was recommended by a friend of mine. I think it's like NSFW site or something and um, if you do want to keep streaming because i know some of those sites like you can stream but like them you know chatterbait yeah. is great like it's it's okay <laughs> i should not say it's great it's okay but if you want to like you know do streaming and you can tip on chatterbait and you can have private cam sessions and i don't know maybe it's just like me because i i'm on there that i i have a fondness for it but yeah so nsfw.app is uh it's built on blockchain which is kind of interesting um i mean the web page looks very like white and thin but I guess that's also how most of these things tend to brand themselves. I see one black woman. Oh, <laughs> I at least see... there's one. I've I've had to go page three to get to the black people, <laughs> to the one black person I should say. At some, you know. I mean, I had to scroll down. She was she was not in like the okay the first twelve twelve fifteen. Not in the first fifteen. Anyway, on the grid. But anyway, she's she's in there. She's near the bottom. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe there's... No, I was going to say maybe she's one, but she looks like she just has curly hair. Uh, but she's a white woman. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, uh, so that one exists. Um, so, yeah, there, there are options. And definitely explore your options. Um... There's also shout out to Cam Model Directory, which I think rebranded to like 
it's not sky flirt it's like sky lounger i forget what it is anyway you guys just be in, investigative in where you go next also i would say you can always build your own website too you know like it's 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 a lot of money is the problem like mm -hmm. like i spent a lot of time researching and doing consultations with web developers and like at minimum it was going to be like two thousand dollars um mm. to just like get like a bare bones like website and i was i was thinking more like you know you can there there are so many that you can get that are like essentially kind of like Squarespace, uh, like just basic uh, ones where you can upload videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I guess there's there's like a lot of tricky features that you have to do. But yeah, like a landing page and like, you know, if you want to have like locked videos where like you pay for the videos, you need to be able to like do whatever lock them. web developer yeah. thing to lock them or to and you like have to host your videos somewhere mm -hmm. like yeah. most and, of the time it's like a vimeo link or something well vimeo like i tr again <laughs> did my research like vimeo um and i forget the other site that where people host videos that's not youtube but um they don't allow not safe for work videos even behind an nsf uh, nsffw um like landing page um mm. if it's like explicitly pornographic if it's for art quote unquote you could maybe get away with it and that's oreo <laughs> you yeah, maybe, that was a little shake with oreo um you could maybe get away with it but like i tried to upload a scene that i did and it immediately got taken down um so yeah i got i got blocked from uh youtube forever for uploading porn but it was for art <laughs> that's was, what they all say was, that's what it they was an all art say installation. <laughs> it was an art installation that involved porn and learned my lesson uh and i don't have a youtube account that i can upload anything to ever again so that's my life anyway um there are options guys yeah and I mean, I guess probably the one that I would suggest the most is Frisk, but it, like we've talked about in the show, like they all have their problems and Frisk's problem is like, you still have to like show your face or something mm. um, in your site. And a lot of people who are just trying to like maintain their vanilla lives and not be out all the time as sex workers, like don't want to, they don't want to take that risk. They want to and, have a little anonymity to protect their privacy. And I mean, yeah, like, and to protect their children, mm -hmm. you know, like it's a lot of times it's like this, the state will come in and be like, you're not a suitable parent because you're a sex worker. And that shit is fucked up. And there's, um, there were like, I know there was like a guy on OnlyFans who was like doxing, OnlyFans. So there's a real like threat, you know, to sex workers who, you know, yeah, reveal their faces. Reveal their faces. And, mm. and I mean, you know, you take that into account when you decide to. I'm sorry, my <laughs> where you just dropped off a bone. <laughs> <laughs> you take that into account when you when you start doing sex work, but um, you know, 
it is a real thing. So, yeah, so it's a real thing, but you know, like they're saying, diversify also like make sure that you get the personal information of your clients as best you can, or just some means of connecting with them. Even if it's like their junk email address that they use, just like figure out a way to be in contact with your people so that as you migrate to different sites, you can take them along with you. Um, I mean, that's the best way in my experience as a stripper. Like I always get people's contact information, whatever they feel comfortable sharing, whether that's like a Snapchat or an Instagram or, um, their Google phone number or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, just get a way to get in contact with your people and just keep a little directory for yourself outside of the OnlyFans page if you can. Yeah, definitely. Also sharing um, information with other sex workers, like, you know, if you've, you know, shared a client, if, you know, whatever it is. um, Yeah. Pass on your information, pass on that information uh, with your, with your sex worker friends. Um, yeah. Show them this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, speaking of things that you can do, uh, also peep is finally fundraising. We had a lot of issues just cause man, payment processors and banks do not like sex work because they some haters and they like to suck on the dick of conservative Jesus freaks. <laughs> and not freaks uh, in the fun way. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, not the fun. I mean, probably behind the scenes, fun freaks. No, but it's but not fun because they're not, like, being, you know? They're not being sex positive. Yeah, exactly. It's repressed. Yeah. And- repressed. Yeah. Gross freaks. You freaks. <laughs> be a freak in the streets like me <laughs> um anyway you can support peep if you uh yeah we have like our fundraising thing up and it's via uh cloud atlas um and yeah just check out our website i think that the information should be there please donate please get your daddy to donate we need all the daddies in the house and it's peep.me yep peep.me perfect yeah okay well uh i hope you enjoyed this mini so it's not that mini but you know what that's fine uh cory uh where are you in this world where am i i'm really not on the internet which is amazing you can find me uh rolling around town (laughs) down the way yeah down the way around the corner um if you if if you know me, you know where to find me. But you can uh, you can still follow me on Instagram at the Goddess Corey, on Twitter at the Goddess Corey. Um, you can uh, click the links uh, in my milkshake, which does bring all the boys to the yard. Um, and yeah, yeah, and you can also still continue to tip Corey for their work. You can. <laughs> Uh, my Venmo is at H-C-O-R-E and my uh, cash app is cash tag S-P-C-O-R-I um, yeah support this podcast give us a like give us a comment uh, follow us subscribe Subscribe. follow our Instagram at ho in the know spelled hukes in the nukes 
Yeah, and I'm sorry guys, that site is largely inactive because uh, I run so many sites and it's hard. Um, but you know what? We're there still yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I'm Selena. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. Um, you can support my Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. And that is pretty much it. So do that. And you follow all those links that are there. I point you in a lot of directions. And you can follow any of those directions to something good. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope that this week for you is a life-changing, blessed, breathed upon by God. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I hope Sorry. the breath of Jesus just comes into your body, <laughs> cleanses your soul. On it. <laughs> Sorry, this is another Donda reference. Oh, I, I, what is Donda? Donda is Kanye's album that just kind of came out. I don't know if it's like officially out, but he's been doing all the stadium tours about it. Oh. It's like a song like Jesus breathed on this or something like that. And I, so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the context. I don't know. Yeah. I know he has a website. I have not been on it. <laughs> anyway. It's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. Anyway, that's it, guys. Uh, have a great week. <laughs>